0: Conor McGregor was a badass fighter like I mean i'm I'm still is compared to most people but just maybe not at the like elite level that he once was and then I seen a video of him uh and he's like steaming on a bed and he's eating a fab and laughing and stuff like that and fair play to him because I do stuff like that and I don't have a hundred million dollars do you know what <laughs> I mean like you know like uh but you've seen like the I the, the kind of change of someone that was like really obsessed with what they were doing before got that goal of the whole double champ thing and that and it's just not been the same since, has it? It's, like, still big, massive events and that, but even the, the shit-talking's not as good as it used to be, like... It's not, it's not even near as good no. as it used to be. Like Huge old Lee's wife's in there and stuff he, like that. <laughs>
1: what happened to punching old men in pubs? Yeah. <laughs> and he banned the guy from the pub! But <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I think he owns that pub, though, right? He does, yeah. yeah.
1: He kind of just fucking took it over.
0: She maybe stop speaking shit about him, just in case we want to go over in the future, I don't know. But... Um, but you see, that's just one example. Right? You see, it can be a sports person, a celebrity, a politician, whatever it may be. Yeah. But it we all shared the same kind of process of how the mind works and that. And I think you know, having power can corrupt your own mind to your own self in the sense of.
1: Good Floyd Bayweather.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, he never. Well, he kept spending the money, didn't he? So yeah. Keep making it. He um he he didn't exactly come from
1: nothing because his dad is who mm-hmm. he is, mm-hmm. but. They they weren't born with silver spoons. No, or no, 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 no. His life is money instead of boxing. Now it yeah. used to be boxing to make the money.
0: But now his life is money. He, he his is he is literally called
1: money. Money Mayweather. Mayweather yeah, because it was Pretty Boy Floyd <laughs> to start with.
0: Yeah, I remember it was Aturi Gatti that he just absolutely beat down and like everyone. Yeah, but that was an old ass. Yeah, guy, like true. But like, that was before Floyd became the whole. Like, after them, Mickey Ward
1: fights. You're never yeah. gonna be. Not even a boxer. You're not even going to be a a normal
0: human no, again. No, <laughs> especially in, like I know when people are like. It's weird how like we'll we'll just go on a general talk for the last five yeah. minutes. Uh, we we'll hope you've enjoyed all the controversial political shit that we've been talking about today. So we'll give to you definitely
1: pl- look him up, uh, Nicholas. went uh, uh, Jay Fuentes. Jay Fuentes. But Watch yeah. the
0: documentary Louis through. Forbidden America online at extreme BBC I player. Um just get a radio chat going about it or something. Yeah. Um but yeah, we will just have well, five minutes of a, a a branch off into something completely unrelated to what we've been talking about for the majority, but uh we we're just talking about Floyd Mayweather, right? Yeah. Um so uh where was I at with that? guy? Gatti, right. Uh, but like there's a lot of divide in the kind of fan community. Like, yeah. like I watch both sports, right? Like, I don't think that you have to be like, oh, I'm a boxing fan. I can't have that shit with him rolling around in the ring. Mean, that's how people thinking, like, oh, you know, boxing where they use the bigger gloves. Because it's
1: kind of I, I I touched on it a bit with it was either Kev or Doug's pod, podcast. Um, I didn't understand what was happening when I watched the UFC. Mm-hmm. You see all these guys going to the ground and like. I knew some submissions, like, yeah. what guys were doing, like, I knew that, ice oh, he's choking him. But you don't like, know how they're getting there, the sweeps, transitions, there, all like, that kind of stuff. And you get into, like, learning it, and, mm. like, how do you get to these positions, and you get to feel, like, what these get, thing, you get to, not only do you get to feel, like, what it's like being put on you, but you get to feel, like, what it's like putting it on someone. Yeah. You know, you get a totally different...
0: Immersive level experience. ...level
1: of it. of it, you know. Um... Sorry, we're kind of going back to like Mayweather and things like that. Yeah, well, I was I was
0: just saying that there's always, like, MMA is better, boxing's better, <sighs> boxing's more dangerous, MMA's dangerous, yeah. and, like, you know, a lot of the kind of stuff is, like, you know, MMA, it's smaller gloves, and I understand that, but there's been way more deaths in boxing than there has been in MMA, which is probably an attestment to the kind of protection that's in MMA in terms of the referees and that. Like, uh, Amir Khan, Kel Brook. Do you think boxing is fixed? Yeah. Oh, it's but it had the mob back in it back in the days, fixing stuff like it's like they don't test for it or I feel like
1: unless you're at an Anthony Joshua level, mm -hmm. it's pretty much fixed. Yeah, pretty much fixed. Cause and I'm not saying and it's padded as well, right? I'm not saying guys are taught to take drops or nothing like that. But look at the matchmaking that's involved in boxing and Mm -hmm. it takes some. Well,
0: do you remember Gennady Golovkin versus Canelo the first one? Yeah, where Gennady Golovkin literally won ten rounds and they called it a draw.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you've got. And then Canelo
0: tested positive for yeah, steroids. Like, take
1: someone like a Ruiz mm-hmm. to just blow the fucking scene apart. Mm-hmm. You know. And then
0: he proper fucked up for that rematch, though, didn't he? Yeah. He was like, "I'll just put on three stone."
1: But like, I, I, I'm not going to deny. I had heard of Andy Ruiz before that fight.
0: Mm-hmm. You didn't expect him to absolutely <laughs> body Anthony. <laughs> not a clue. To be fair though, like when you look back at that fight. Like Anthony Joshua hurts Andy Ruiz, drops him, and then just thinks that he can fucking bulldoze him. And yeah. then the most dangerous fighter is the Mexican and the Cuban fighters and that because they just don't die. Do you know what I mean? Like you think of Julio Cesar Chavez uh Julio Cesar Chavez Junior got beat by Anderson Silva. Um you think of like I don't know, Oscar. Cottle. Yeah, Cotto. Cotto like
1: that, that to me that that name is just like tough motherfucker
0: that's all I think because he got done by You remember Margarita where he had the blocks in his yeah. gloves and then they took it out and Manny Pacquiao just like absolutely wrecked him but Manny Pacquiao was wrecking everyone at that point to be fair but Cotto oh, yeah. got beat with, and then he got the rematch and then he marked him because he didn't have the, the fucking bricks in his gloves yeah.
1: well you got Cotto you've got the most un-Mexican looking guy in the world in Canelo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ginger. Yeah. <laughs> weird. He just uh, that's not a Mexican like yeah. um Partly sorry like, to, to stereotype and all that, but I was he,
0: watching his uh this might be a bit of a kind of um over exaggeration, but I was watching his knockout with Amir Khan earlier. Yeah. And I know Amir Khan's never exactly taken a great shot, even at his own weight, but I was just looking at how fucking scary that particular one was. Um Speaking of that, Amir Khan, Kelbrook is... It is going tonight. to be an
1: absolute killing.
0: I think that it'll still be half... De- this is a fight that probably should have happened like 10 years ago. But
1: I think it would have been a different fight 10 years yeah. ago. Um, but I still think 10 years ago, Brook's Br- winning that fight. Yeah. So you've got
0: Brook <laughs> by finish tonight, have you?
1: Yeah, and by early finish.
0: It'll have happened by the time this time's out. I, I don't know. Both of them have took some really fucking big damage in the last couple I of fights. Like I
1: can see... Brooke putting the damage on Khan, I can't see it the other way mm. around
0: though. Although Kel, Kel Brook's eye sockets are kind of fucked because Gennady Golovkin was like, yeah.
1: in Brook.
0: I do agree though, I think Calbrook's going to win, but.
1: Kell I think.
0: I think because he's, he's so dismissive of him as well. well, like there's the that game. massive kind of bitterness towards Amir Khan. I think
1: like Kell top five British boxers the last 20 years, because there's if you look at his records, you can't really deny it.
0: Well, he's only lost to Terence Crawford, Earl, Spre- Earl Spence Jr., and Gennady Golovkin.
1: Yeah, and that's like that's the weight of the elite. Yeah,
0: and Gennady Golovkin's like twenty pounds heavier than him. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, well, like
1: who have you got? Like, let's cut off like Zolanski Lewis and things like that. Let's go after that stage. Who have you got the top five British boxers? You've definitely got to throw Tyson Fury in there. Yeah undoubtedly and I think you've also got to throw Tony Bellew in there
0: yeah well especially what he did to David Hay, right yeah and like I know David Hay was kind of over the hill at that point Uh, there's no particular order of a top five like um but but Joe Calzaghe he's got to be up there yeah he might even be the best unbeaten wasn't he yeah beat Roy Jones Bernard Hopkins yeah he beat Roy Jones at that kind of funny time yeah when Chris Eubank as well
1: yeah. In the 90s. Nigel Ben.
0: Nigel Ben, He beat everyone, man.
1: Yeah. I don't see Amir Khan in that list. No. And I don't see him anywhere near it.
0: I think he was... Obviously, he had so much hype behind him when he won the, was it the gold medal in 2004. And then was it, uh, was it... Someone... Was it Terence Prescott or something? Knocked him out in 51 seconds. Yeah. In one of his first professional fights it, yeah. in the UK. Um, and then... He was okay. And then there was the Lamont-Peterson fight where there was a bit of sketchy judging going on there. Mm -hmm. And then Danny Garcia knocked him out. Then Canelo sent him to the shadow realm. And even when he's, like, came back since that, I think he took a couple of years off and then came back and he's beaten a bunch of guys. But even when one of the guys that he fought in Birmingham dropped him in the second round and he wasn't even, like, a ranked guy, do you know what I mean? And Terrence, he kind of, well, the consensus he gave up against Terrence Crawford. Mm -hmm. Uh, Majority of people. yeah. Yeah, you know. But <laughs> so. have
1: you heard with about Ngannou and Fury? Oh,
0: is there any point in that though? Like it's going ahead, so <laughs> the the more interesting fight surely Ngannou Wilder.
1: Yeah, I I agree with that. Because Fury's um, going to
0: box his face off. Let's just.
1: It's that big long fucking euro jab he's got. Like, yeah. I've always says if you can get by that jab, you're gonna beat him. But he like he starts out in one corner, and then next minute. He's on a fucking jab mm. from 80, 90 inches away. You know, like you can't, you can't box. He's against also that. a savage, though, <laughs> isn't he?
0: Tyson Fury is like a sav- like yeah, he has g- no fear.
1: These gypsy guys are just built different. Yeah, you know they're the the born, bred into, it, and it's an attitude. The majority of professional boxers probably don't pick up a set of gloves till they're nine or ten years old. Mm. He's got them on at two. You know, probably getting his dad thrown about pads and stuff like that with him. It's, you know, it's mm. just instilled in him. But he's also so big. You know, he's huge. Like, people don't realise six, yeah, six nine, 6'9". Yeah, 6'9". You see him against, like...
0: 19 the, stone moving uh, about like that. That's mental, huh? And we thought... Remember the big
1: uh, Russian that fought against David Hay? Value of. Yeah, we thought he, he was, like, big. And then he soon got shown out by yeah. uh, somebody who could actually box, like... Mm-hmm not Saying David Hay can box, but he could box better than that
0: guy, yeah. Nearly knocked him out. I remember that yeah. 11th round, just
1: kept moving about and tagging him. Like, David
0: Hay, one of the most overrated British boxers, yeah. 100 mm. <laughs> <100%. laughs> percent general consensus on that. Um, he's I feel like he's used
1: his boxing creator to get him into mainstream media, and he's, he's worked, yeah.
0: Like, he's on those like BT broad, uh, BT broadband, <laughs> BT sport broadcasts for the, the boxers. I feel that.
1: like David Hay could do like a bully beat down thing mm. UK version do you
0: remember when Shannon Briggs was like harassing him and calling him David Feathers and that right. and David we would not fight him
1: Klitschko videos on YouTube
0: is uh, this when he breaks his arm in like the first round hands
1: or something? down no when he's trolling Klitschko just following him about. oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. hands down one of the funniest shit on the internet like it's when Klitschko's going along the river and he's paddleboarding. Oh, and he makes him fall off the boat, yeah. <laughs> and he just comes along with the boat. And he, Let's go, champ!
0: Let's go! <laughs> now, one, two, you remember the one where he like starts eating his food and then Klitschko yeah, he, pours the water over him? Aye, starts fighting him. with bouncers and all that? Yeah. He's giving him pies, saying, I want to give him a pie because he's only fat and pies.
1: He got a fight out of that,
0: didn't he? Yeah, but no, he, he it, was, it was Vladimir who was trolling, but yeah. he'd fought Vitali yeah. before... And Vital- he broke his arm against Vitali and lost via decision, I think, or something like that. Shannon Briggs is a tough dude, though, man. Yeah. He's fighting bare knuckle now. Good actor as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I I don't know if you ever watched IFL TV, the, yeah. the guy that goes around and watches all the boxing and that. It was in 2016, so this is when like Tyson Fury was out for uh, the issues that he had at the time. Mm-hmm. Anthony Joshua was coming up winning all the belts and that. But uh, David Hay was trying to make his way back, and this was before he just fought Tony Bellune. It's when he had like the the hair sticking out, yeah. and t- uh, Shannon Briggs was literally doing what he did to Vladimir Klitschko, but to David Hay, calling him David Feathers, <laughs> touching his hair, saying he wasn't doing anything, <laughs> and it, like I was like, this is the most entertaining shit on earth. Like uh, he turned up to David Hay's gym.
1: Oh, yeah, he David De- Hay is so overrated. Mm. It
0: is because when he fought, like who did like uh, so he, the Valuyev fight made him. Yeah, Valuyev and Chisora. Two biggest wins of his career, yeah. probably.
1: Chisora's not an easy fight. No. but
0: Especially at the time. Do you remember that beef? Yeah, like, yeah. Like that he got, showed up.
1: That that got
0: How the wild. hell is he managing Derek Chisora right now? I remember Chisora saying, I'm going to shoot David Hay. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> now everything's cool.
1: Uh, Chisora, Chisora made a lot of his fights just through his press conferences. Like yeah, he did. They, they were entertaining. Like he's reminds the, me have the old, like... Um, Ken Shamrock, fucking Tito Ortiz. Tuesdays. When he would laugh at him, he <laughs> was trying to throw the chair at he him. Kicks a the chair yeah, up and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And Dana just catches yeah. it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the fastest yeah. elevator you've ever seen in your life.
1: What's the, what's the wildest press conference you've ever seen? Mine's the oh. DC John Jones one. Oh, with like the, the, the banner goes through and <laughs> yeah. that. And McGregor's not even a big name. He's laughing in the background.
0: Fucking <laughs> like, DC's in full guard, and there's all this fucking security. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um.
1: Uh, oh. Have you seen the recent, uh, I think it tagged in it, the Russian MMA one where the guy slaps him and then he gets up and double drop kicks him? Yeah. Like That's mental. The, eh? the,
0: the, these Russians. Because Habib's got his own promotion now as well, isn't it? Like Eagle yeah. FC. Kevin Lee's fighting in it. Do you remember? I <laughs> used to make about Kevin Lee. The yeah, that thing. was right about UFC 200, yeah. wasn't it? Mm.
1: Aye. I'm he trying w- to think. He was like meme gold for yeah. like a good six
0: months. Do you remember. Um, Connor Conor Khabib one was pretty crazy. I know nothing happened, but just the amount of political shit that got brought up. and
1: yeah. It was you, basically, Dagestan was going to invade fucking Ireland at the end. Of yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, do you remember when it was like, for some reason it was like a cool thing for an MMA fighter to meet Vladimir Putin at one point? Conor met him <laughs> at the World Cup with his arm around him saying this is the greatest leader of our time. I mean, obviously Habib met him because he's from Russia, but like, it was just... <laughs> Yeah, um, that was all kinds of fucked up, and they were at the World Cup together. Um,
1: I call it the Khabib factory because mm. fight like Khabib, but that Khabib factory in MMA is scary. Yeah. Who um, you got? You've got Islam. Mm-hmm. You've got I can't even pronounce half uh, the... Film. Umar. That's his uh, c- yeah. uh,
0: cousin. Um, There's
1: the boy, the bald guy, Magagmadov or something like yeah. that. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. The um, is it Askarov Askarov in the flyweight division? Um, yeah. He's got he's got a guy at bantamweight as well, but Khabib he's now a coach. Yeah. He's never lost as a coach yet. <laughs> Dude yeah. just doesn't take L's, does he? But um,
1: do you think he'll come back for another fight? No, I think he's done. Mm-hmm. It's gonna have to take like a GSP sum of money again. And I think I think
0: I think you hear he, the figure for that GSP
1: return fight.
0: Wasn't like thirty million
1: dollars or something? Yeah. Mm. yeah, it's like George
0: St. Pierre. Even though George St. Pierre's like what forty two now or something not the George St. Pierre of prime George St. Pierre days versus Habib, still a massive fight. The Habib's most likely going to win. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'd i fucking watch it, do you know what I mean? But no, I don't think he, I think... We,
1: we, we do need to do like a UFC podcast at some point, yeah. but like...
0: Oh, it should be for, you know the fucking big card they do in the summer the International Fight Week one? And we'll talk about all the shit that's happened throughout, up until then mm-hmm. and they should have a big fight. Um, that'll probably be when fucking Conor's coming back, so all kinds of craziness will be happening. He'll probably be fighting Charles Oliveira for the belt, even though he doesn't deserve it. You know what I mean?
1: Masvidal Covington. I'm so looking forward to that fight.
0: I mean, I know, I know, I'm going to be disappointed because I'm thinking in my head,
1: my my heart wants Jorge, my my head says Colby. What before.
0: what's Colby going to do if he does get like blasted? Because even though he lost Usman, it was by decision, right? So he can still put on like. You know Donald Trump's favorite fighter and all this yeah. kind of stuff. If he gets blasted, like if he gets done, like Ben Askren got done, and he's he's <laughs> needing help to get out the octagon and stuff, looking around like he's just he's just hit a tab of acid or something. If
1: if he does that to Colby, he needs to retire on the spot. Yeah, on the spot. Mm-hmm. Like, you're never topping that moment. No, with, and we've seen him fight Askren. We knew we knew he was going to shoot in. We knew it. We knew as soon as he got in, he was going to shoot. Yeah. Didn't expect it that quick. No. Fair no. I did not expect it that quick. No. But we knew he was going to, before he's even well, thought of yeah. striking. He did it to going. Robbie
0: Lawler as well, right? And he, yeah. Robbie Lawler picked him up and uh, angle slammed him. <laughs> absolute farce of a fight. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, cause Robbie's giving them thumbs up
1: and yeah. yeah that
0: that that
1: shouldn't have happened and even Herb Dean <laughs> realised it and he was like oh fuck did you, ever, <laughs> did you ever see
0: the press conference when Askren's like you know how him and Dana had beef for ages and he's like uh, to Dana he's like uh, do you like smoke cigarettes or uh, uh drink whiskey or something and he was like no he was like I'm, i just see you drinking whiskey he's like do you remember when i got ass here and got his ass kicked three times and i was like that's what happened though like he did get his ass kicked three times like even the robbie lawler one his face is fucked he, he gets knocked out by masvidal and then damian maya fucking chokes him out unconscious uh,
1: fucking boom roasted yeah yeah ultimate boom roasted but um
0: yeah, I think, I'm, you know what I'm going to do? Because we've done, we're, we've got five minutes left to come up to two hours, I'm going to cut this section off and make it its own little separate yeah. episode of just talking about uh, fights, right. I suppose.
1: It's um, Well, like, we'll kind of go back to that then. Do you think a prime Khabib is prime over anything, regardless of weight class? Let's just take weight out of the equation. What about
0: Hamzat, though? I know it's still early days, though, but that dude...
1: Do you know Prime Anderson, for me...
0: Yeah. Well, do you know what's mental? Like, if you? Seen, I know Anderson beat T Ortiz in boxing, so that don't count. Yeah. That's you know we've got a good chance of beating yeah. T Ortiz in boxing. Um, I've got a good chance of beating him in an MMA. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, but like he beat uh, Julio Sa- uh, Cesar Chavez Junior. Yeah. Who was a world champion, and Anderson beat him in boxing, and it's like the thing that seemed to fuck Anderson over in his later years was the fact that his legs were absolutely wrecked, that if anyone kicked him, he was going down, you know what I mean? And obviously his leg break against Chris Wyman and that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I, like, Anderson, that like, his pomp in, like, 2005 to
1: 2013. No, I mean he was spanking, comes, like, fucking, Franklin and that. Yeah, he would, like, uh, move up weight classes and yeah. finish them in the first round. Like, <laughs> wait,
0: And, like, there was talk of him going to box um, Roy Jones. Yeah. Um,
1: well, it was the whole UFC 200, right, when... He was like gonna be he was gonna be the big name on that card and things and they were like, What's he gonna fight at? And it's like, fucking
0: put him at any anyway, mate. Yeah, they'll, yeah. they'll just fight. Like, mm-hmm. it's fine. Cause there was a couple of super fights that probably should have happened that never happened. Him and George Saint Pierre, yeah. him and John Jones, they just never materialized. Well
1: that was meant to be the fight, wasn't it? Anderson yeah. versus
0: Jones for UFC mm-hmm.
1: was that two hundred?
0: No, what happened was is Jones and Cormier were meant to fight it. No, it was Connor and Nate. Then Connor was like, fuck it, I'm retired for the first time. Yeah. Then it was Jones, DC, then Jones got popped for yeah. the stuff. And then Anderson, Anderson fought DC and then yeah. DC just wrestle fucked him, but you know, that's yeah. what you're going to do against Anderson when I'm you have about, a clear advantage, you know. you ain't it?
1: going to stand with that. No. Guy. Um but no, I, I personally think Prime Anderson, that's 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 your greatest of all. Yeah, time. Like, like
0: he was he got dominated for what, five no, four and a half rounds by Chale. And then just triangle them in like the last ten seconds.
1: I suppose you could also <laughs> go back to like T R T
0: Vitor. That that eleven year anniversary was like the other day that he front kicked him in the face, yeah. made him drop it like it was hot. T R T Liddell. Liddell.
1: Did he fight Chuck? No, but I'm saying as a fighter. Oh, as I, a fighter, yeah. A prime Liddell before he started getting like sparked by Rashad Evans and shit like yeah, that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was bad. That's yeah. like one of the worst ones I've seen. Do you know what
1: I fucking hated Rashad Evans? I watched that Ultimate Fighter that year. Okay. Um, oh, was that with him and Rampage? Uh, no. When he came through the Ultimate Fighter. Initially. Oh right, okay. So he won the Ultimate Fighter. Um, hated him all through the program. Didn't like his personality and that. And then he just started beating everyone at like. Yeah. Right? And then I thought, right, he's got Chuck. Um, Chuck's got a smash.
0: Brawl and brawl, yeah. No, just overhand got, right,
1: right and uh, Who was it? he? Head kicked as well.
0: Oh, that was the, the, the bigger dude, wasn't it? Aye. I've seen that one, though, yeah. Well, yeah, with shorts on, yeah. just
1: knocks the guy stone dead, like, and then UFC 114 EB Rampage.
0: Because mm-hmm. that was a big, because we the close-up was like, come on,
1: do something. It's like, We'll yeah. really do something.
0: It's like, come on. Like, <laughs> rips in adore yeah. but,
1: <laughs> but, um, yeah. a door and shit. Yeah. TRT Liddell, that, that guy was unstoppable for a couple of
0: years. Yeah. Like, he fought Alistair Overeem even like, kickboxing and shit like that. It was weird. They all would keep going back and forth from Pride to the UFC, and then Strike Force came about, and a lot of guys that used to be in the UFC, like Nick Diaz and all that, then they ended up coming back. I
1: don't think Nick Diaz really hit the heights in the UFC, did
0: he? No. Um, that was quite tough watching that last Did you ever thing. watch Pride? Uh, it I was probably a bit before my time, to be honest. Like but
1: I never watched Pride at the time, but, like, when I first got into the UFC... Remember going down to like cash generator yeah. and, all that and buying all these fucking because they had the Pride DVDs because Pride used to have yeah. like
0: the first round was ten minutes then it would be five minute rounds after yeah. it
1: it was like and it was fucking savage yeah they really were like, like
0: soccer kicking people yeah. in the head like and fucking rampage the one and I always
1: remember is. Um, Sorry, that's not even Pride. It's early UFC days is a guy called Gary Goodridge getting the guy in the Oh, yeah. Sh- they
0: wanted Shannon Briggs to fight him in MMA.
1: Got him in a cruise fix lock and he just started elbowing the yeah. guy in the head. And all that shit used to be legal. <laughs> you wouldn't get away with that now. Yeah. Pride um, was
0: anything go really, wasn't it? Yeah,
1: pretty much. And it was it was a show as well. Like, they had all these women who'd come out and, like, lead the fighters, too. All these wee Japanese women. Yeah, yeah. you would have Overeem, like, just towering above them all. You'd have all this, like, Hawaiian flowers around his neck. Yeah. Um... Yeah, but you also had a lot of... See guys are in WWE these days? There's a guy called Alberto Del Rio.
0: Yeah, hear had an MMA fight. MMA fight. He, so did he, Dave Batista. He
1: fought in a mask in Pride. Yeah. Like an actual Lucha mask. Yeah, <laughs> Like, that's going to protect your face. It's, dude, yeah, no, exactly. it's not.
0: So there is an entertainment value to yeah. it as well. But that's what we were saying when we were speaking to Doug, right? There seems to be like a kind of crossover MMA... Because the first UFC fight I watched was Brock Lesnar, Frank Mir, the first one, because I was a massive Ooh. wrestling fan... And it was on each you because we were all kids. and we We're like, "Brock Lesnar's going to fight someone," <laughs> and we were like, "But he does that in wrestling because we weren't."
1: First UFC fight was BJ Penn versus Kyle Udo.
0: Was that the one where the guy charged at him? Just and yeah, it and fucking that's that's like, like two thousand and one or it something. It like started
1: with like a flying kick. Yeah, yeah. And then about thirty seconds later, the fight was over because yeah. BJ smashes him into yeah. the cage. I was hooked after that fight because I thought that's how all the fights went. Mm-hmm. And then after watching it for about five years, getting frustrated by the amount of ground game that came into the... Yeah. That's when I decided,
0: like... you got to actually be able to appreciate w- w- that. into yeah. training and things. But you and see it took me that, like an
1: hour five year after that to actually get into training. Yeah. But, you see
0: a lot of that in the crowd as well, though. Like, do you, you ever watch the UFC and there's like... Oh, I hate saying that. You know when BT Sport reporters go up to people, like, how does it feel when you're doing UFC? And it's like You know what I mean? Instead of like <laughs> MMA. Um, but you know when, like... There's, like, a, a grappling exchange on the ground and, like, there's a bit of a stalemate. Someone's got someone in full guard and they're struggling to get out of it and that. And you start hearing immediately the crowd, like, booing. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, you know, that is not fucking easy just yeah. for, like, just stand them up, punch them in the face. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, um, I don't think a UFC, even
1: nowadays, crowd ha- appreciates a good submission. No. Like, do you remember when the Korean zombie put on the Twister? Oh, yeah.
0: I like, hate watching them because it's the spine, isn't it?
1: Do you know, like, the technical difficulty yeah. behind a That's Twister? That's the only one
0: in history in the... Um, in, Uf- in, in, the, the UFC, in the UFC, yeah, there, yeah. There's been out with the UFC yeah, yeah, yeah. since.
1: Um, but I think in the UFC there's only been one. Like, I've, I've trained a bit. I can't get my fucking head around a Twister. Like, mm. how you get to that position... That's like three different locks in one go. Yeah,
0: and it's the spinal cord,
1: isn't it? Just You're literally cringe. twisting someone's oh. spine by holding their neck, but also pinning their legs. Yeah. Um, Basically, like tearing them apart in the middle, really. Right, like, you could hear Joe Rogan going absolutely crazy when yeah. that happened. Like, that's a twister! It's a twister! Look at the crowd, man. They're like, all right, okay. Yeah. Do you remember mm. when um,
0: Frank Meir uh, and it Antonio Nogueira? And then there was the Kimura, and it rolled through. Oh, and then Antonio Nogueira, hand, yeah, but yeah. it was like the back-to-back Kimura because he had it. Yeah. Then um, Antonio Nogueira ended up on top, and he had it. And then Frank Mir flipped him again and had it and broke his arm. Aye. that was that was nuts. That was one of my earliest memories Frank as well. Mir taking down Brock with the legs yeah well that's what because well, we were all like naive because you know what the UFC was on Bravo at this point aye that, that's how long ago this so was so
1: before that it used to be on a program called Men and Motors
0: alright yeah. okay <laughs> and
1: that that was like you, you can tell by the title of the channel yeah. is that the type of channel that had
0: like questionable films on after 10 o'clock or yeah, something yeah <laughs> you would
1: definitely see Eurotrash on yeah. there <laughs> but um, yeah I, and it used to all be free as well because that's where I used to watch Ultimate Fighter was Bravo mm. um And then it went on to
0: Fox. Yeah, and that's when it... When BT Sport came about, that's when it moved to BT Sport, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: But no, that's... Aye, that submission, I think that woke the world up a little bit.
0: Yeah. And
1: thinking that Brock Lesnar, a wrestler... Yeah. It just Just got murked. Just been fucking smashed by this guy who's just grabbed his legs. Because,
0: like, literally the entire... I remember it so clearly, you know, we were, you know, I think it was maybe a repeat because I don't think they showed, like, the actual live event at yeah. the time. So we were, like, you know, we're, like, all primary school kids, I think, at the time, or maybe just going into high school. So we were, like, still... We hadn't had the Santa's Not Real talk yet, in the sense of wrestling was, like, no, this is all real. You know, like, of course they're hitting each other with chairs legit and all that stuff. It's not rehearsed. Um, So we were, like, Brock's going to absolutely... You know, he's going to get a fucking sledgehammer. You know, like, so... Like Brock Lesnar actually smashes Frank Muir for the majority of that fight and it's literally just from bottom he does that like scissor kind of sweep it's into uh Eminari roll. Yeah, Eminari roll into like an E bar. Yeah. And then we're like, What? <laughs> <Aye>. <laughs> we're like, you know, it was over so quick. And then we didn't watch for a while again because it was literally we were watching for Brock Lesnar at mm-hmm. that point. And then it it I just came across it and it was um Oh, what fight was it but it was promoting UFC 100 right from one of these replays and it had Lesnar and Frank Mir again because that was when the rematch was yeah. and I was kind of away from wrestling at that point but I was like fuck it I'll put it on and then Brock Lesnar beat him I think yeah. I, no he did beat him he smashed him in the side of the cage yep. and then it went from that to you, you watch Anderson Silva you would watch George St. Pierre because like George St. Pierre had like these massive followings in like Canada and stuff mm-hmm. and then I think when it like truly exploded is when like the whole connor thing with aldo and that from like a mainstream point of view there was a lot of people that yeah. watched it and people were doing it but in terms of like you know how people watch boxing but they're maybe not the biggest boxing fan but they'll yeah. just have it as an event on yeah i think conor mcgregor brought that to like the whole ufc mixed martial arts thing of and where people yeah, will come around really for a did, drink and like, yeah that's, mental. that's like i was so raging when aldo got beat that night I was so convinced. I was like, Aldo's just going to kick his legs off. You know what Dustin Poirier ended up yeah. doing to him? I was like, it's okay. This dude's not... Because <laughs> I had like a really big disdain for Conor when he was first coming. I remember coming. the feeling when Diaz beat McGregor. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was like... Um, should take just fucking choked Holly Holm out right beforehand yeah. as well. And it's like... These are the two guys that were trying to put on the cover of the game and have just got uh, murked. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like, there was a point in time where like... I think everyone was like, fuck, like, who the fuck's beating Connor?" You know what I mean? Like, and we kind of believed the hype that he put behind himself. Like, <laughs> I was pretty convinced he was going to smash Nate Diaz that night. Yeah. I was like... Especially, what was it, eight, eight weeks? Eight what? weeks notice or something. Eight weeks notice. That 170 pounds, that, Connor didn't have to cut any weight. Yeah. No, it was 10 days. 10, uh, yeah, 10 days notice because it was days. meant to be RDA. Yeah. And RDA was like, I'm not having any of that. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, I've seen what happened to the last <laughs> Brazilian champion What this dude done, but yeah, but Nate just didn't care. That and press conference was fucking great, with RDA. Yeah, and he had the old chapel <laughs> thing. He was trying to shake his hand Red and everything. Panties. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but that was prime corner, Yeah, like, it's like pr- I think prime corner was fifty percent mouth,
0: fifty percent fighting. Yeah, because mm. he was fucking good. Let's not like.
1: Yeah, that movement. But see, when he started getting all these movement coaches, and he was just like hanging upside down from trees, and he was getting guys to like hit him with a big mm. bat and stuff. And he started getting into, like, oh, yeah, I'll make whiskey now.
0: Yeah. And then it's all... Like, he never used to be a guy that was, like... Like, see, when he fought Floyd Mayweather, he was like, I'm the hardest... He seems to have an obsession of, like, I'm the hardest hitter of all time. It's not. You've never knocked anyone because you're a one-punch. The only guy you've one-punched is Aldo, right? But it was movement, it was technique, it was timing, speed. It's like, that's what made you a successful fighter. Not just because you dinged people with one shot and dropped them immediately, do you know what I mean? But... Yeah, it's sad to see, really, because it feels like when it feels like Conor McGregor, like the elite fighter, died that night in New York City, where he just got the both belts, came full circle. Because I mean, I, I, I'm not going to say that That
1: was prime against Alvarez.
0: Yeah, because like that was like that wasn't even close, was it? No. It was like, and the general consensus at that point was that Eddie Alvarez going to out wrestle him and retain the belt and stuff, and there yeah. was. It was just the first ten seconds, uh, first minute. It was like, oh, this is yeah. But the thing is, I'm not saying that that Conor would have beaten Habib. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that I think that it might have been a bit more competitive yeah. than what the actual fight ended up being.
1: It's, it's mental to think, right? All this spawned Bond, polymarginali bare knuckle career, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he He lost to, he lost uh, to the wall. greatest of all time. <laughs> But do you, do you know, Paul Balraj, like him, wound wound up is some of the funniest shit on this yeah, earth. Yeah. Like, there's a he's talking to IFL TV. He's like, if I get a hold of those judges, the my Malarz fight and stuff like that, and I was like, mate, like. I
1: all this spun Cause the it, poly it started career, with the like. sparring, right? Was yeah. it like was it
0: a pushover? It was like he pushed my head down and stuff. He was a
1: bigger. He was, he was bigger than he, he ever was as a boxer, as the bare knuckled guy that got smashed by Lobov. Yeah, no, but that that's right, right? Because
0: like he, what was it? He said he said that I would smash Conor McGregor in a boxing match and then with the video got an released. armed behind my back, and then Conor brought him in as a sparring partner. And you know, Conor's a bit of an evil fuck down. So, like, let's just say. I don't know if it was, like, a legit knockdown or not. It's very fast-paced and there's, like, the different angles of where they're showing, like, the... But you know for a fact, because he's got this massive media company with the Mac life and that, he's doing everything possible to make Paul and Malinazzi look... Did you see when uh, Polly kicked out of Artem at one of these press conferences? <laughs> McGregor released 40 photos of him punching him in the face. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, the dude does not fucking forget that type of shit. Like... um.
1: Connor made Polly's career since. Yeah, like he really did, <laughs> didn't he? Yeah,
0: because the the one thing that I remember Paulie Malinaji from from boxing, I know he got beat by Ricky Hatton in Amir Khan. I always remember with
1: dreadlocks.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the magic man. Do you remember the beef he had with Adrian Broner? Yeah. That was like the one where like Adrian Broner stole his girlfriend and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And then like Adrian Broner, and they're like arguing at the end and that it's a split decision. And then Adrian Broner, who was meant to be the next big thing, got um, you know. <laughs>
1: kind of put that on a closing point Who who is the
0: next big thing in boxing and well the biggest thing in boxing at the moment
1: think ended
0: yeah he's fighting do you know what do you know who I really like that uh, George Kambosis guy the guy that yeah. uh, beat um Lopez who had beaten Lomachenko mm-hmm. uh, and Loma- Lopez just thought he was going to smash him and then George Cambosis sent a right hand all the way from Australia to that dude's dome and yeah, put him down under, you know, like...
1: Because Lomachenko was the thing. Mm-hmm. Remember, it was, like, Enter the Matrix. Him and
0: Usyk thing. were, like, meant to be this new style of... Yeah. And, you know, you see it with Usyk, like, he's absolutely... Like a tank, like... Like, he's embarrassing heavyweights, right? Like... Because yeah. he's
1: a, he's not a natural heavyweight. Though, no. Is he, he's cruiser, he can move quicker, uh, punch... Is he a
0: cruiserweight? Yeah. Mm. Right. Um. Yeah. But Josh Taylor? Perhaps. If he gets the right push. Yeah. He's the undisputed champion from Scotland. They won't even show his fights on fucking Sky. It's not going to be Eubank Jr. anyway. No. no. After that
1: performance at the weekend. Because that yeah. was just a joke. You see the well, guy that lost his life savings on it. Yeah. Put his whole life savings on a knockout. And the guy just fucking... Danced well, Eubank
0: about. Jr. He had the... When, you see when Kel Brook fought Gennady Golovkin? Eubank Jr. That was meant to be his fight. Yeah. But he kind of just was like, nah, I'm not having it. And then he was like, I'll fight him now. And it's like, well... And then he lost exactly. to Billy Joe Saunders. He lost to um, the guy that Carl Frotch fought in Wembley. The
1: Danish boy.
0: No, the, the English guy. Remember, there was a massive Wembley... Oh, George Groves. Yeah, George Groves. Eubank Jr. lost to him. I don't know. Like, I guess I, it might... I think
1: Usyk, Usyk is your man to watch. I
0: mean, he's going to beat Anthony Joshua again, right? And then him and Fury's the fight. Because Fury's going to beat Dylan White. Let's just... There's no call a spade a spade way. here, really, in it, you know. So they should fight. I think people maybe like uh, Devin Haney, uh, Ryan Garcia, because he's got a big social media following. Mm-hmm. Could be because it's not necessarily just who's the next big thing in terms of talent. It's like there's so much other stuff. Yeah, well, as well.
1: Do you think it's only a matter of time before um, Jake Paul gets into these rankings?
0: He's going to have to fight a boxer at some point. Mm-hmm. I would do you know what, right? I know we were kind of speaking shit about it in the other part of what we were doing earlier about him. But I was quite in I was going to watch him versus the Fury brother. Yeah. Cuz I was actually genuinely interested oh, yeah. in that yeah. because I know that he's been quite underwhelming in a lot of his fights that he should have smoked cuz dude's a, a big guy in that yeah. and the, the guy he fought when Woodley fought uh when Paul fought Woodley was a lightweight MMA fighter, mm-hmm. never had a boxing match, and Tommy Fury couldn't finish him. So I was like, "This is going to be actually quite competitive, like, do you know what I mean?" So I would like to see that. I just want to see p- people fight other people that are, you know, in the the same realm, in the same stage of their careers, and that.
1: Nicholas Sturgeon, Boris Johnson.
0: Yeah, why not? <laughs> oh that would be WWE though like fucking Keir Starmer should come out hit them both with a chair say he didn't do it
1: you got fucking Ronda Rousey running mock in WWE just now so yeah. like, yeah I'm like not that I follow wrestling but I hear that um, they're on their way out the WWE like AEW's meant to be AEW, the one taking yeah. over mm-hmm. and it started it's run by a guy who basically made his name in the WWE
0: yeah it's Jericho isn't it
1: Uh, Cody Rhodes
0: Oh, no, yeah, yeah, Dusty uh, Rhodes' yeah. son.
1: Cody Rhodes and his wife, they're the ones that, like, basically run the oh no, shop. No. But, uh, Sticking it to Vince, wow. Yeah. Vince sacked his own fucking son a few months ago, though. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Did you see Chael? <laughs> Chael's telling me some other real stuff about it. I think I was
0: telling you, Chael got offered $5 million yeah. to beat Anderson if he beat him, which he came close to fucking doing, beat Anderson, take the belt and show up on Monday Night Raw... Which, you know, can you imagine Dana's well, face if mean, that happened, I the lawsuits? Say,
1: yeah, I was like, I could just expect him to, like, spray WWE on the Yeah, MFG like the NWO belt, belt. Yeah. and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. And all of a sudden, all these MMA fighters start coming across. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Even, like, the Ring of was, like, Bruce Buffer's doing WWE. <sighs> I find it funny, like, the difference in Ring of was, like you ever watch a Bellator card? So, like, Bruce, Bruce Buffer, proper Who, goals. Who's
1: your favourite UFC call? Uh, sorry, let me... Who, that's like, who's
0: your favourite MMA commenter you? Do you know what I do miss? Right? I watch the UFC now. I've got no problem with John Arnick, right? But I miss the days of Mike Goldberg and the absolute chaos that would happen when something big would happen. Him and Rogan going like Ah you I know, like
1: the, I love the bald guy from Bellator, what's his name? Oh
0: was that I the guy he worked for the UFC for a bit. Uh Jimmy is it Jimmy Smith? Jimmy yeah. 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 And then uh, the, I thought he was brilliant. Like, yeah. I think, see if
1: you were to put him with Rogan, mm-hmm. that, that would be some team. Be I, I do th- like DC though. Yeah, he's funny, he, man. He's DC's like, funny. A lot of time, he's just taking the piss out of them. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, what's he doing that for? Like, do you ever <laughs> see the one where like,
0: the, uh, I think it's one of the fight cards, and he's like... Um, <laughs> he says something like he's just used his reach advantage to his advantage and like he he like acknowledges it he's like oh my god john <laughs> did you just hear that i just said he's using his reach advantage to his advantage i like I like dc's youtube channel like though like the interviews he's doing with like the fighters and that now it's pretty cool he went golfing with justin gaethje got made to down a beer and stuff <laughs> like that's the kind of
1: content i want to see it's a, it's a name you're not hearing much of just now, is it? Gagey. Yeah. He's going to
0: fight Oliveira for the belt, looks like. In Brazil.
1: A bit like, compared to six months ago when it was getting announced with Khabib and mm-hmm. McGregor. See, if you take Magri- Mag- Khabib and McGregor away from the equation, these guys aren't as big a names, are they? No. It's, it's wild. Who do you think Connor's going to fight when he comes back? Um, who do I think he's going to fight? Or who do I th- would I like him to
0: well, fight? Well, we'll ask both. Who would you like him to fight? Who do you think? I think Tony Ferguson's a good fight. They're similar both law and losses.
1: I think he's going to fight like so, Frankie Edgar.
0: Mm. Yeah. yeah. I and mean, and plus Connor can fight anyone, right? Yeah. So he can do this build like his Frankie Edgar, legend of the game and that, but slow down yeah. pretty immensely the last couple of years, right? Been getting finished a lot. Mm-hmm. Connor probably make him fight at 155, <laughs> put it all in his the
1: two that I would like to see. That's who I think is going to happen. Mm-hmm. There's two I'd like to see. I want to see the Diaz match.
0: Yeah, well, that it's been enough time now, right? Um, and Nate's only got one fight left in his contract. Cowboy. Again. No, it will just go the same way. No, I don't no? Know. you don't think so? Yeah. Also,
1: I think Cowboy's past it, but so Connor. Yeah. I think it's a case of who's more past it now.
0: What What happens if like Connor fights Gatesy? Gatesy knock him out. Um cuz Gaethje's leg kicks are even worse than fucking Dustin's and Conor's legs have got problems man like obviously he's coming back from it's weird a leg break
1: regardless of who Conor fights i can't see a decision
0: no with anyone no no decisions uh, apart from that Diaz 2 fight which it was a safe fight nearly yeah. didn't fucking go to decision you could see him fucking like in 2016 like fuck knows what what makes him like that but it's like he's on the verge of like fucking collapsing do you know what I mean it's ridiculous um, and he's not like an unfit guy like he's yeah. a fucking really physical fit athlete Um
1: too much distractions
0: yeah maybe overtraining as well who knows
1: overtraining but like when he was first getting in the game he didn't have all these brands he's associated mm-hmm. with all these sponsors all these commitments
0: that he do you know had? that he's actually bought an estate in Ireland now? <laughs> he's bought a fucking street Easy, do you know man. what I mean
1: ...money that's in the fight game, though, and it's only going up and
0: up mm-hmm. and up. Israel Adesanya just got a new contract, and he's the second highest paid athlete of all time in UFC now.
1: Yeah. And that's 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 the way it's going. It's going to overtake boxing.
0: Yeah. It's coming.
1: Yeah. It's going to overtake boxing. I, don't, I think we're still a few years off that. Mm-hmm. Do
0: you think it's because, like, in MMA, you see the big fights happen? Like, if Conor Habib, with all the shit that went on there, was a boxing match, Never wouldn't have happened... happened. Whereas yeah. then, like, you're you're kind of under a, a, a dictatorship in the UFC where there's not different promoters and all that and kind you, of stuff. You that goes don't
1: have it. mandatory fights in the UFC. No.
0: They kind of decide who you're fighting, right? Yeah. They offer you the next guy.
1: You don't have mandatory title defences unless it's written into a contract. Mm. Um, whereas regardless of organisation in boxing, you've got a mandatory title defence mm. and it's a named person. You don't get to pick your opponent um ufc i think will overtake it just because you can boxing yeah you've got southpaws you've got orthodox fighters you've got four or five different styles of boxer Mm. you've got a hundred different styles of ufc fighter, you know and what we're speaking about in doug's podcast you've got these guys that train everything from the age of four these days Mm.
0: It's okay. not like, uh yeah, some, there's not going to be specialists going forward. It's just going to be, but well, the specialty will be MMA. Yeah. 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 Do you know that I was looking at the, the calendar, right? So as of yesterday, UFC London in March is 30 days away. I wonder if I can learn to stream appropriately at that time. Okay. Uh, fight the Yeah.
1: What's the card?
0: Pimlet's fighting. Uh... I think is it Tom Aspinall's fighting something. There obviously there's a lot of like, like, British people on it because yeah. it's in the first one in the UK. I think there might be word that Till's going to be on it as well. I know Till's obviously on a bit of a downward trajectory. Knew
1: was one of my favorite British fighters was a, uh, uh, One Punch Picket.
0: Oh, uh, Brad Pickett. Yeah.
1: yeah. I I used to I used to enjoy him, but do you remember a guy called John Hathaway?
0: Yeah, he was like two thousand eight. Kev and spoke about him in his podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um,
1: so he was absolutely. I remember the Shad Evans versus Rampage card. Mm. He absolutely smashed Diego Sanchez in that fight. I mm. like fucking marked him. He get robbed. Um, no, he, he won the fight. Oh, he won the fight, um, yeah. But like that guy off that performance should have been pushed on. Yeah, yeah. But he was like a very quiet guy in press conferences and stuff. Didn't and have and, the personality for it. Just goes to show, like, you can have all the talent in the world if you ain't got the press conference or the media coverage to back it up, you're mm-hmm. not get anywhere. Khabib got that taken out of his shell. That's not Khabib naturally, no. but, like, he just ended up getting put in front I think, of in them. a weird
0: way, Connor might help him with that.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, serious. I don't want to say that Connor's going <laughs> to take
0: any credit for Habib. Like, he's a savage fighter, but he's got a great following anyway, Habib, right? Because there's a lot of people that. Um, follow him because of his religious beliefs and he's mm-hmm. big in the the um middle eastern community in the muslim world and that yep but it feels like if you beat conor mcgregor that's a big deal yeah. like that's yeah, a big like should. whoever's beating him uh khabib nate dustin yeah. springboarded them into another stratosphere of popularity notoriety all that yeah. kind of stuff you know like i remember right after the habib connor fight there was a football stadium in algeria you know how the fans like make stuff to like make Flags into a picture of that, and it's Conor Tapping to Habib. <laughs> this is fucking crazy. Yeah. Like that's when you know. Like it reminded me so much of um, I, I watched like the history of uh Tyson Holyfield where the fight broke out in the MGM Grand Hall. Yeah. And then, like obviously similar stuff happened with the Conor Habib stuff. You see like the fans like well oh, I say fighting, but it was really a bunch of drunk Irish guys getting laid out. Um, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think, can you remember like your first like actual event in terms of what you watched like on TV, whether it be UFC or boxing or whatever, but like I remember the first one I watched, it was, it wasn't like I was meant to be there. I was just at like a, I was like a a gathering and like, you know, I was just been taken along, you know, like there was other kids there, but it was Lennox Lewis versus Mike Tyson. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was when Lennox Lewis like cracked him with the right hand and, Two rounds, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, four, five, something like that. It was, uh, it was, it was quick. It was early, yeah. Uh, face down, ass up, Mike Tyson. Like that was like the end of him as a mm. phenomenon.
1: I remember that. Yeah, I do mm. remember that because I remember people being absolutely raging. They would paid like yeah thirty quid for Sky Box Office, and he got shanked. Yeah, can kind of straight away. First sporting event I remember was. Well, World Cup 98 final. Yeah, probably Brazil France. Yeah. Is that
0: the one where there's the conspiracy about Brazil taking the money if like throw it?
1: Yeah. Um we'll touch on this with the Qatar podcast. Yeah, 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 we'll talk about. Um but yeah, there's there's a theory that um this illness that Ronaldo had magically 24 hours before the Oh yeah, cuz
0: did he not miss the final in the end? No. No, he so played. He played the final. Um, right up until
1: about an hour before kickoff, right, he wasn't in the squad. Um, he wasn't out on the pitch warming up. He wasn't seen to be coming in on the team bus and that. Mm-hmm. And then you can actually go back and look it on YouTube. It's Des Lining and that speaking in the studio, and they're like, "All right, strange news coming out of the Brazil camp tonight that Ronaldo is actually starting." And everyone's like, "What the fuck He's meant to be had this massive sickness this bag bug. And yeah. On. Um. Supposedly he couldn't stand up. 24 hours before because I've been so ill in that Mm. Um, but I reckon that in amongst that there was bribery to go on for the French to win it
0: because Um, it was in France right it it was in in Paris yeah.
1: and I don't think it was necessary for Brazil to lose it I think it was for France to win win.
0: it Um,
1: but that's that's for yeah I'd have to look into that to try and find any more evidence on that that was a crazy World Cup because we were the opening game. Yeah. <laughs> we <were the laughs> as long go- as and we, we fucking we won a lot against Brazil, the world champions. Yeah. You know, t- uh, John Collins scored a penalty.
0: Ah, that's the guy that's on commentary now and stuff Yeah. Like, uh, mm.
1: Um, If you get a chance, there's a, there's a film called Celtic Way, I think mm-hmm. it's called. I'd I'll, I'll, I'll have to confirm that with you. But do you remember, have you ever seen a film called Knocked Up?
0: With Seth ah, Rogen yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how is this relating into this? I'm, I'm very intrigued. So <laughs> so
1: there's a actor in that called Jay Bouchelle. Right. Um, he's in. This is the end. That's an our film with Seth Rogen. He plays himself. Oh, the younger
0: in it. guy. He's in like Tropic Thunder and stuff like so that. He's as well. he's a massive
1: Celtic fan. Really? Yeah. There's an actual documentary made on this. Right. I watched it a couple. times. because he's an American guy, yeah, right? Yeah. He's a Canadian. Oh, he's a Canadian. Okay. He's a Canadian, right? So. But even still. The, the basically, the journey is he teams up with this Irish comedian who's huge in America. He's got his own talk show.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And it turns out they start speaking on Twitter and things like that. Turns out they both are massively into Celtic. Celtic. Uh-huh. Um, and the documentary is about them going through this guy's hometown in Ireland, him learning about Celtic history in Ireland.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: His family turns out to be from this place this guy's from. Right. And then they make their basically their way from America through Ireland to Celtic like, part to a game like aye, um, but there's a documentary made about this like it's fucking unreal. Oh, that's wild. Because I I what it is is it's on IPTV on on the series and all the documentaries. I just clicked on it and all you'll get is the picture of the film or the picture.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I'm
1: like going through and I'm like that guy's wearing a fucking cellar top. Like what? Again, so I clicked on it and I just read it and I was like. That's the guy if he fucking knocked up, like Yeah, yeah right enough. The whole the whole programme is about how his family's originally from Ireland. They look back into his family tree and everything when he's in Ireland. I thoroughly recommend it. It's there's no real plot line to it. It's just about them going to see a settle game. Yeah. It's it's the journey along it. It's quite amazing. Um I don't know how that leads on from what we're speaking about. Like, I mean, uh, uh,
0: we've touched every fucking topic known to man today, so we'll wrap it up there because we're nearly at two and a half hours. Uh, Like I said, I'll split this into two because we went from talking about Lou through to politics and then somehow Jake Paul becoming president (laughs) came into it and fucking (laughs) Kurt Zuma kicking bunny rabbits (laughs) and then speaking about sport and boxing and now we're talking about the American actor being... Yeah, so... uh,
1: this is a northeast corner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anything fucking goes or nothing goes who knows. But, uh. <laughs>